Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, our sexuality, and pleasure so that we can smash the fucking patriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Grace. And I'm Charlotte. And on this week's episode, we talk about dental dams. What are they? How do you use them? (laughs) Should you be using them? We're going to discuss more. The world of dental dams. Yeah, who knew? I didn't learn. So, yeah, no one ever even mentioned a dental dam to me. Um, I knew them, like, I think, I don't think I learned about them in school or sex ed. But I definitely, like, heard them as, like, a joke or something. Maybe, like, Comedy Central reference or something like that. Because I've heard the term dental dam. Oh, definitely. That's why I was like, what is that? Right. But I, my mom said, I asked her before we started recording, and she claims that in ninth grade they did teach her about dental dams, which seems so progressive because that was like the, the 70s, yo. The 70s. Okay, yeah. Well, because I read that they they started like upping the awareness and including them in sex ed in the 80s during the peak of the AIDS epidemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should start with like, what is it? And this was the most. I was so surprised to see it because I think what I had pictured in my head was something that was somehow vulva shaped or something. I imagined it was like a menstrual cup that went in your vagina. I I did think it was something for the outside, but I I don't. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. It seems to be just like a like a square and it's pretty large like much larger than one's vulva would be right, right. it looks it's like co- it was it's probably like, like a wide area yeah like it looked like a, almost like a full-size piece of paper yeah it seemed like and it's just a piece i mean all of this is a piece of latex like there's nothing to it right or and polyurethane or something if you're allergic to latex oh so it comes in alternate and then i guess you you pull it taut and place it over your vulva or your anus, depending, and it's designed for oral sex. Right. Well, I saw, I saw that you're not supposed to, like, be, like, too aggressive with it and just kind of place it, like, gently because it'll cling to it, to your body through, like, static. They also said, like, <laughs> your face. <laughs> you made a little scrunch, scrunch face. Um, but, like, they said that you can also put... It also works well if you put lube on uh, the skin first and then put it over it. So that reduces the risk of it like slipping and sliding all over the place. And maybe you don't have to like constantly hold it in place while you're eating ass or eating <laughs> or anything. Well, and I think they almost made it sound like the person who's who's being protected by it is the one who's going to be responsible right. for yeah. the holding, which I think seems that- weird. Yeah, but I think that's nice. I think that it, that's like a fair uh, division of labor there because somebody is, you know, they're doing the effort with the mouth and the tongue. They shouldn't have to also like make sure it stays in place too. But, and it seemed like it was a thick, like I think they were saying that if you pull it, then it makes it a little thinner because otherwise it's just uh, like a, a thick. Right. Yeah, it's basically for increased pleasure yeah. and sensitivity. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because that was one of the, 
the drawbacks people say like it's hard to feel any kind of increased pleasure through the latex I read it I read someone said it felt like you were licking a glove yeah (laughs) which Which you can also use a rubber glove (laughs) if you don't have a dental tamp because you because guess not you can't buy dental dams anywhere like that's the other thing that I found out like Walgreens and CVS don't carry them Amazon does Amazon they have a lot of varieties too because they can come in flavors and colors different sizes you got the square the rectangle because what are the there's two companies mainly that make them I think one is called glide with a with a y and then like, the other company is called Line One, which that doesn't sound sexy. That's not a sexy name. Line One? <laughs> Line One. Uh, yeah, but they were saying like <laughs> that they, they these companies were trying to pitch either Walgreens or CVS on stocking their products and that they actually sent them back a condom and a pair of scissors and were like, you can, because you can also make it out of a condom. Right. Where you just... And that one seems really easy. You cut the tip of the condom off and then you cut it vertically. Mm-hmm. So then you just have a sheet of latex. Or you can use saran wrap. Right. They said that too. But that one hasn't been like guaranteed to prevent STIs or STDs because it's not the intended purpose. <laughs> well, what I was seeing though is that they haven't, they don't actually even know how effective it is. Like, you know how right. if you can look up like the rates of, transmission with a condom Mm -hmm. no one is even studying the dental dam and it's really one of the few things that we have as women to Mm -hmm. you know protect our partners during oral sex but yeah they didn't they don't even know what the efficacy is of it in the first place right um but so they're saying that it is better than just straight mouth to vagina or mouth to anus anus <laughs> um so the stis it can protect protect against are syphilis gonorrhea chlamydia hepatitis hiv and also yo i didn't even know about this but anal parasites what yes i read that i was like jesus now i got something else to worry about Have you seen what that little that? girl? This is, no. this is like a new video. She's, this girl is she saying, legit. what is on your butthole? I just want to know. What's inside your butthole? I really want to know. Is it aliens? <laughs> is it astronauts? What's inside your butthole? She's like all on Twitter right now. And a lot of people have made like remixes of her song. So thank you, little girl performing. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I do think the dental dam seems like if I were gonna eat ass, that's what I was thinking. It, I might, I might want it, and maybe, maybe that would make my husband like he he doesn't want me to touch his asshole. But if he for some reason became open to it, maybe if he felt like there was a a color, you know, a colorful accessory that could cover his asshole, mm-hmm. maybe he would feel more comfortable. That's exactly what I was thinking because I love getting my ass ate. That's fantastic. Me too. And I've been interested in possibly doing it on my partner but also like no way like I, I currently know what's going and on in there it's not good and it's like hairy around there like they, their hairy. assholes seem like a lot hairier it's somehow deeper uh <laughs> yeah like 
<laughs> Mine's definitely more accessible, but you gotta like really pull those cheeks apart and it's just, and then a scent kind of wafts out. Um, yeah. So, well, because it's so close to balls as well. Uh, like, I feel like yeah. it's a, there's like the, it is the whole ball I interaction. Think. Yeah. So, I, I think I, I would definitely be uh, more open to exploring <laughs> that part of him with a dental tan. <laughs> Or just a cut-up condom. Or a cut-up yes. condom. But I would be totally interested in, like, the flavored ones. That's interesting. It sounds better than licking a rubber glove. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, the thing about it is, I think the sentiment behind the dental dam is a great idea, which is that we, like, we do need something. I mean, it's, it's again, a situation where, like, the world is so penis-focused right. that all we're thinking – and it's – and also – even though condoms do have the STI, um, you know, reduction factor, I think that condoms are often more marketed towards like, hey, this is going to stop you from getting pregnant. Right. Yeah. That's what like and- sex ed is concerned with is penetrative sex, heterosexual sex, stopping you from getting pregnant. Right. Well, and they were saying like one of the things about dental dams is it's like kind of like almost like representation for the queer community Mm -hmm. which i think is cool um but although it seems like the only people that are using it are females having sex with other females or you know as opposed like there's no reason that heterosexual couples wouldn't be able to use it in the exact same way but yet it doesn't seem like it's towards that community which is interesting um, yeah, I saw that, um, it was originally developed by, let's see, this Australian man who, like, makes condoms in Australia, and he was asked by women in the 70s, like, why they don't have any form of contraception, and so he, he credits himself with coming up with the, oh. <laughs> the, the sexual dental dam. Um, but then also like, it's not wide, it's not widely used. Like some people do know about them, but uh, in this study, like out of like 300 women, uh, only 9.7% of women who have sex with a woman used it and only 2.1% use them regularly. Um, so I'm wondering if like, if it was more talked about and we learned about it, would there be an increase in using them? Cause I don't see a downside in using them. It seems perfectly fine. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more like it, it strikes me as just being very poorly designed. Like it, it yeah. seems to not take into account at all. You know what I mean? Like it's just a that sheet. would be like if that'd be like if I sold a towel and then right. called it a period sheet. <laughs> like it's just a towel. You know what I mean? So yeah. like this is just like a piece of latex. And right. so uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's part of the issue with it um and and also they were saying i guess in especially when the aids epidemic was coming through like i guess it's really transmission like female to female hiv transmission is very low which i didn't know that until we were doing this research so um this would more be designed to prevent hpv herpes uh gonorrhea Mm -hmm. syphilis um, and there seemed to be no, this should all, like, they've done no research on whether heterosexual or gay men use this, but 
again, applicable to both. Right, exactly. I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're having analingus, which I didn't, Ooh, I feel that like I called? learned. Yes, that's what it's called. Analingus um, <laughs> or Who doesn't love a good analingus? You know? <laughs> right, right. And, ev- and that could apply to everyone. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's another issue of like women's health where we need more research. We need to know, is it effective? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but I guess it's also hard to study because you would basically have to have people exclusively having oral sex over the time period of the study, you know, because if they were also having other sex, then then it would cross-contaminate you know like as far as the std transmission and they were also saying that there might be like a a stigma that like there be an implication that you have an std or sti if you bust one of those out if you but i mean face the facts people one in five people i think has herpes i mean it's real life you know so like um so i mean there's definitely reason to want to protect yourself from stuff like that because it lasts forever yeah and I think if we taught that in like general sex ed like reach reach like young kids first and being like you know it's not an embarrassing thing like we already talk about condoms and like still some kids don't use them you know but if you like well and I don't use I mean have you ever used a condom for for like oral sex on a penis um I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I have either, actually. But I've always been very cognizant of the fact that, like, that I could get in it. Like, that's really, to me, that's your biggest risk area is oral sex for getting an STD because, I mean, you're probably going to wear a condom during sex. Right. During penetrative sex. So um, you could definitely get all the same stuff. Yeah, and don't you think, like, they don't really talk about oral sex that much in sex education? It's all about, like, penetrative. Well, again, it it goes into the narrative of women as baby makers and right. as the idea to prevent that. So, like, it's completely ignoring – I mean, most sex ed, if you get it to any degree, completely ignores, uh, like, queer people entirely. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but I liked this quote. There was this woman, Juliet – Richters, who's a sex health researcher um, at the University of New South Wales, and she said, it's just hard to get grant money when people don't die of being lesbians. <laughs> which which, I, which I just thought was such a crass way to put it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there were, you know, obviously HIV, AIDS, and, and it's so interesting to see the parallels of that with COVID now, mm-hmm. you know, um, and trying to take that on. But I mean, they were like, we have to fix this now. So like that's when... You know, and then condoms, they hand them out everywhere. They're ever they're in, I mean, I, they're local coffee the shops bars, here have condoms. Yeah. I've never seen a dental dam yeah. available. But they were saying Planned Parenthood actually, like, got grant money, got a program. They tried to hand them out. No one even wants these things. Like, they couldn't give them away. And right. they're t- if you buy them, they're twice as expensive as a condom. Mm-hmm. Um, they were even saying that they put them in like a prison in Australia. Oh, I saw and that. Yeah, and they <laughs> did you see? It? And they repurposed them as like hair ties <laughs> and what else? And mat. They said they use them as mats, like as mats on the floor too. You know, because like the floor's dirty and you want to keep your feet clean, so they oh. put them as like little mats to decorate their dorms. <laughs> so wow. I love, yeah. I, I love the um, oh resourcefulness that. Right. 
that prison brings on. <laughs> That's pretty much all I love about prison. <laughs> the, the end. <laughs> short story, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we got to stop that prison industrial complex. It's out of control. Um, but, yeah, so, like, we have to – I think that we have to devote something to – because it seems like you could create something that would maybe – go inside the inner labia just a little I'm just I'm just spitballing here but yeah, if anybody yeah. if there if we have any inventor listeners like this I'm telling you there's a there is an opportunity here because oh, it's a neat it's a needed item but nobody wants this shitty piece of I think it is latex. needed like and oh definitely because teenagers if anything are having oral sex first and way more often than penetrative sex so let's protect them any way they can. Um, but I just, yeah, there's there's just like this whole stigma of being like embarrassed, like you don't know what you're doing. You don't want to bust out like more material and it, you feel like it'll ruin the mood. I did see that they have this. And it's com- it's it's not secured either. Like, don't you feel like it could just you've Yeah, you have to move? be aware of its placement the whole time. I yeah, feel like, like that, I don't, I've never, I'd have to hold a condom on. Right. Maybe if, like, the outside was, like, a sticky note or something, and you could, like, stick it on the skin. <gasps> or, like, a pad. Yeah, you could yeah. use some. I mean, we could involve an adhesive. But they are making latex underwear now, um, which, it looked cute. Um, I saw that. Yeah, made by Laurels. It's not FDA approved, but it is supposed to function in the same way as a dental dam. Dental dam, so... Dental dams, <laughs> diaphragms, and dental dams. Um, it's gonna be yeah, our new hit so, single. We're starting a band, also. Um, <laughs> oh, that's <Wait> right. <laughs> yeah, um, and we're gonna call. Can I say the name? Yeah, because I forgot it. Somebody will steal it. You don't remember? <laughs> oh man! It, on one of our last days out in the real world, we decided to start a band, and it, we're gonna call it the Queefs. Ah, oh, that's right. How could I forget that? <laughs> Um, but anyway, we got to learn how to play instruments. <laughs> right. But but the problem with the the Laurels people, unfortunately, mm-hmm. is that they seem to play into some of the other problems. Like when we're marketing products like this to women, where they were kind of trying to shame them for smell, and they're like, "If you just don't feel up to your clean self, oh you can... no." Yeah, I went on their website. Uh, yeah, there was a piece of it that was like a little shaming. So put on latex? Well, I guess, yeah, like, well, like it, it doesn't make sense. Like, that would be like, oh, I didn't shower and I'm all, you know. Time for my latex been... underwear while I'm all sweaty yeah. and like make it even more musty. <laughs> that makes no sense. Well, I guess because then your partner wouldn't have to come Nose. skin to skin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't like that. Okay. Never mind, laurels. But but and they were also saying you could like tear them off. That seems fun. That My husband fun. really he wants he wants to like that's his little. I mean, it's not that weird, but he wants underwear. to rip my underwear. That's fun. But I, some, I do it to um, my husband's a lot because he wears underwear until it's falling apart. So there's a lot of holes mm-hmm. in them. He gets very upset though. When you, do, when you rip it off? Yeah. Because I'm just like, cat, oh, he's walking around in his underwear, and I'm like, oh, hole. And, yeah, it's not a sexy thing that I do. It's more of an annoying yeah. thing. 
I was I was folding the laundry the other day, and I just like threw out a pair of his underwear. He doesn't get to decide because it was the in like the very inner thigh of the boxer briefs were two holes on either side, oh, and I'm like, no, you know, you could just it. lose a ball. It, it leaves for each of his balls to hang. But my my underwear, I got some real fucked up underwear too. That I've tried to cycle it out. But if yeah. I have a if I have a pair that's like clearly getting out of control, he's like, "Can I do it? Can I do it?" And I'll be like, "Okay, you can do it's it." It's time. It's time. <laughs> but it would be nice to have a supply since I know he's into that. Yeah. You know, where he could just automatically made to rip off. Maybe latex underwear is the way to go. Did you look at how much it costs? I didn't. No. Because it's like, well, and the thing, if you do decide to use dental dams, if this isn't obvious, just like a con, a lot of the rules are similar to condom rules, but only use them one time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Never reuse. Um, And for lube, you can only use silicone and water-based, no oil-based, because it, again, breaks down the latex. So Um, it's saying that the laurels, a pack of four is 25 bucks, which is like average for any kind of underwear, I feel like. Right. But this is you wear them once. Oh, that's right. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't seem. I mean, surely you could produce this cheaper than this, you know? I don't know. Interesting. It's an interesting concept. I mean, I. I do like that they represent different body types on their website, which I yeah. always appreciate. Yeah. Um, so, and I was on their Instagram. I mean, it might be something you want to check out. You know, there has to be STI protection. I mean, we don't, it's something that I feel like we don't talk about a lot. Uh, but I mean, it's just, you know, running rampant. That's, that's my biggest question about polyamory is like, but how many mm. S- but are you using dental dams? <laughs> they no, definitely should be. Because if you think that everyone in this relationship is having multiple other relationships, mm-hmm. which is fine, except that you don't want to be passing diseases back and forth. Um, right. And during the time of corona, uh, you definitely, for, for your analingus, get this dental dam right out. For real. Because they were saying that's that's a big way to get corona you can but the cdc i think went out and said please don't eat bud anymore i heard i heard uh, their exact words dr fauci actually he was saying that on tv (laughs) and then trump came in and he said don't worry about it if you douche your asshole with lysol it's gonna be fine (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm still waiting for that statement from lysol for on on why you shouldn't put it in your in your vagina either um, I I wonder how much like uh, that is their sales. I don't know, like just women getting it to douche their vagina. To douche with, I mean, probably more back in the day. Yeah. Um, than currently, thank goodness. If we want to go way way back on the dental dam, though, it was actually used for dentists, and it was invented in 1864. So the Civil War was happening, and we were getting dental dams. Yeah. By a man, I just like his name, Sanford Barnum. And and it's basically to isolate a tooth in your mouth from the rest of the oral cavity when you're getting work done on your teeth. Mm-hmm. I've never had a dentist use that on me. I haven't either. I know. When I saw pictures of it, I was like, aha, interesting. Yeah. Maybe they used it when, have you gotten your wisdom teeth taken out? 
yeah, but I was I was out cold for that. Right. So, so I'm knows? thinking maybe they could have used it for that. Was I but telling you that the other day that like somewhere and I'm going to find it during my COVID cleaning that I bless you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Corona. <laughs> um, I have I have my wisdom teeth in a bag somewhere that they gave mm, me fun. after I got them out. But they didn't even like wash them or anything like I, I can see them now in like the little medical bag which I once worked at a plant that manufactured and they were, but they're bloodied and I really right. want to discover them and then get somebody to make them into like some earrings for me. Oh, and that'd just be wear, cool. wear my own so, bloody teeth. So yours were intact. Well, I had four taken out and two of them survived. Nice. See, I wanted mine, but they were all like impaled they, or whatever. They were all yeah, just they, pieces. Yeah, they cracked them. Yeah. Yeah. They cracked like either, I forgot the top or the bottom didn't make it. You but still have the teeth? Somewhere. I Dude, definitely. you should definitely make earrings. That sounds badass. Yeah. I really like it. Or maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get a, a clit piercing and then just hang a little, a dangle. <gasps> a dangle of a tooth. Oh my gosh. And that's, what do they call it? Dentata, vag, vagina dentata or something? Yeah. I could make that with my own real teeth. Yeah, that's terrifying, but I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, I found that, uh, I found another clinical sexologist, which, how can I be that? I like, I like that. Yeah. I've, I've actually looked into grad school programs because this topic interests me so much. I've, I've really right. explored it, but there's not a lot. There's, they don't exist. Yeah, that are and maybe you just like get into your course of study. But she's actually she's a professor of psychology, I believe, at Columbia. But she's also a sexologist. And she said, uh, when we think about marketing for safe sex, it is almost always about condoms and the penis because our sexual education is rooted in the idea that sex is for reproduction and not for pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, I don't know. I mean, I think that that's just. And, and like they were saying, they can't even get funding. Like Laurels is tr was trying to get FDA approved, but it costs like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. So they were doing a Kickstarter to yeah. get that going, and that they haven't been able to. I'm I'm thinking something. I want something that hooks maybe like goes slightly in because I want it to be like almost form fitted or vacuum sealed to my vulva. Like, a, how how can a piece of like flat latex? mold to the unique shit you know what I mean there's a lot of yeah and then also I didn't I didn't look this part up but can you get like can you stick your finger like I I no because I, I, I imagine no I mean when I'm then, receiving yeah. oral sex that's I like a combo of and oh for sure yeah yeah but yeah I don't think I don't think so because I think that would like risk it moving around too much and exposing certain areas and then oh also you can't flip it like you can't flip it onto the other side because then you've ruined the whole no the yeah. whole thing it, it is a flawed uh product <laughs> that's probably a big reason why not a lot of people are using it and it almost doesn't make sense to buy them if you could just cut a piece of if you could just cut up a, a condom. condom except that i understand not wanting to buy a penis shaped product when you know what I mean? It's like we right. want we want something for us. Mm -hmm. 
we'll see we'll see what happens but if anybody ever has used one or knows anyone who's used one i mean i just i can't track down anyone who has this information i don't know i think it really does relate back to sex education revolves around not getting pregnant and the male and pleasure isn't a big part of it but like that's why people have sex right and um especially when you're young and you're exploring like the whole idea is pleasure but for the man so we have to put it back on the women now be like how do you get pleasure right and i mean you were saying like teenagers a lot of oral sex but i mean i feel like for for me or at least my perception was that a lot more like blowjobs were happening at in the teenage years like i didn't right it didn't seem blowjob was the main concern of oral sex. It, I wasn't like expected to get eaten out at all, right? And even th- though it should be expected, right? And there should be, there should just be that guy. Well, there are those guys out there who just eat everybody out. I've interacted right. with them, but they're <laughs> hashtag she comes first. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I and I just. Well, I mean, and I think part of that, too, is just putting the focus on the fact that oral sex matters. I mean, because as we've learned, mm-hmm. sometimes that's like literally your only way or like your very best chance of getting to orgasm at all. Right. And then but but it's not. Um, yeah, it's not it's not a very sexy. It's not a sexy product and it doesn't bring like warm feelings I don't know I feel like I would feel uncomfortable bringing it out yeah I definitely would try it but I feel like it would be like a one and done situation like I don't think I would use it often on a regular basis yeah I mean I think we have to also just acknowledge the validity of the fact that at least there is something like um Mm -hmm. that there is an option you know, because it's uh, like back to the representation piece of it. It's like there has to be some kind of representation for queer women to have mm-hmm. some kind of method available, even if, you know, even if it's not, it, even if it's not that well used. But they said like they do, people ask about it at Planned Parenthood and stuff. So it's nice to have that available. Yeah. But we need more. We need more. (laughs) And there should be a different one, a different one for the anus. Because my anus is nothing like my vulva. One is much smaller. Maybe, like, I'm thinking, like, just the tip or the, you know, when a condom is, like, rolled up and just the tip is out. So maybe, like, it fits around your little anus and then, like, part of it goes in. Yeah. So you can stick a finger in there. You can stick a tongue all the way in. And then it maybe fans out around in a circle, not in a square. Yeah. And Right. And then for the for the vulva circle one. Circle or oval. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. We should change the shapes for sure. Let's start with that. Well, yeah. Just start by making them more attractive. Also, like, can we change the name? I mean, <laughs> dead, dental 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 yeah, damn. Exactly. Like, that's, yeah. Marketing 101. That's a shitty ass name right there. Yeah. And it and it well, makes it think they makes, didn't even bother to change it. It makes me feel like it's teeth. Also, like when you right. say dental, yeah. I'm thinking like, when am I going to have teeth on my I mean, hopefully not a lot. You know, I don't want teeth on my vulva. Right. 
I yeah, I thought the product was like it sits in your mouth. I thought that too. And then that's how you like do but, it. But also, does that make sense? I mean, I don't know. Because maybe, maybe, but I could I could also see how that might be like uncomfortable. And then how would you breathe? But, yeah, or what if you like it like I accidentally inhaled it? Oh shit! Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. You could take a birthday balloon. Maybe I'll try it. I might try it just for research purposes, just the saran wrap method, and just, like, see does it decrease sensation so much. Because, I mean, yeah. part of the big part about, like, the tongue, you, it seems like you'd lose a lot of a lot of the effect of the tongue through. Definitely. And also, like, the, the... And you're not feeling the saliva or anything. And the glands, like, of the clitoris, like, how are you going to get to that too easily like beneath this sheet you know yeah i think i think we can do better america and the whole I world and australia apparently australia is very involved Austra- in this i don't know why <laughs> yeah. so much of my research had to do with them i know same so uh but yeah and they were putting i mean they were saying like it's in you know it doesn't increase your comfort you should also just be comfortable with like your taste and smell and i mean if you have a if you're yeah maybe dj Khaled needs um he should first try a dental dam yeah maybe start with the dental he has dam this like pussy phobia yeah ease him into it my husband tagged me in this hilarious dj Khaled video this week though where he was like on a video chat with i guess he chats with his fans did you did were you here when he was showing that and the girl mm-hmm. was like pouring water all over her butt and like <laughs> He was like, no, look away. I'm a married man. But he's like peeking through his fingers like, no. No, I'm not looking. Look at that butt. (laughs) And now it's like all over the internet too. Oh, man. That butt's famous now. I know. I was like, well, at first I was like, is this somebody that I, I just thought it was someone that I knew. Like I thought it was another famous person. But yeah, so we have to move. We have to move off of like this conversation about sex that's just for cis men because that's that's a mm-hmm. that's a time of the past most sex isn't for cis men the vast majority focus of focus all- on pleasure more right how can we make this something and i mean condoms they're innovating you know like condoms they have different textures and styles and you know they work towards making them better for people so that they are mm-hmm. more pleasurable. But it seems like it's in this constant, you know, like how, who's going to invest money into improving dental dams when they already sell so poorly. And, right. And they're, yeah. But that's why I think you just got to start. We got to start from scratch. Call it something else. To make it a pretty sounding something. Got to revamp the dental dam. So if you have any ideas, send, send them our way. And I want and I want two separate ones too. I want a separate. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, for the unique shape of each of those parts. So, I'm just thinking you could tuck. You could tuck. You could use the the lips and the like. Take the labia and work with that. You know. Okay, I I I think I see see what you're saying. But then you you would have to additionally attach. It does have to become attached to your inner thighs in some form or fashion. Right. So yeah, it's a this is the one for the engineers out there. Yes, a career where we definitely need more women too. <laughs> All right. Um. So let us know what you guys think. Do you use dental dams? Are you curious about using them now? 
um, let us know. And don't forget to like and subscribe and, and share our podcast with a friend. Definitely do that, especially now. And we hope that you're staying safe and healthy. And uh, we know a lot of people are experiencing very shitty situations right now. So we're thinking about you all and hoping that you're making time for pleasure during self-isolation. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Bye. Bye. What?